Hey, Rockstar. Welcome to another episode of the Redefine the Hustle podcast. I'm your host, Suze, a growth mindset and productivity coach for music industry professionals and the founder of the Rockstar Advocate. And I want to welcome you to episode 120, Redefining Your Failures. Are mistakes setbacks or setups for success? This episode is brought to you by the digital version of my 2022 Rockstar Life Planner. So for those of you who don't know, I'm the co-creator along with Alyssa B. Jackson for this weekly planner created specifically for creatives just like you. Now it comes with monthly and weekly reflection and planning um, to go through all your goals, manage your time, and make more connections in your industry. We have a digital version. Many people don't know that. And it used to be just a printable PDF. And it still can be for those of you who like to print it out and bind it yourselves or, or keep it in a binder or just print as you go. However, recently, the app GoodNotes 5 became free. And what this did is really open up the different capabilities of our digital planner. You can actually upload the PDF to GoodNotes 5 and plan digitally. Now, if you've been with me for any amount of time, you likely already know that I'm a fan of writing the goals down as it's been scientifically proven to help you achieve your goals faster and more effectively when you write them down as opposed to typing them. Now, what I love about GoodNotes 5 is that you can easily write them down and erase it with ease. Links to the GoodNotes 5 app as well as the planner page can be found right below this video in the show notes. And when you're on the planner sales page, it will ask you to choose physical or digital. So you can make your choice right there on the page before moving on to checkout. Speaking of choices, we often talk ourselves out of choices that are available to us, especially when shit hits the fan. Now, what do I mean by that? When things derail us or don't go as planned, or when we fail, we can often feel like life just happened to us and we're stuck in this state that we now find ourselves in. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes it takes us a bit of time to adjust to what just happened, process it, be mad at ourselves, even disappointed, or even feel gypped by the universe. Way back in 2018 on episode 9 of this podcast, I did an episode called Are Pity Parties Helpful? Quick answer, yeah, they are. <laughs> and I go over in that episode why they're helpful, and how to have them and yet still be productive. So I'll put the link to that in the show notes below. But we then have a choice about what we do after the pity party. Now, as a growth mindset coach, I help creatives learn to be comfortable with mistakes and embrace them as part of the work because that's what they are. Mistakes are not a reflection of the work not happening or not being done correctly. It's the work. It's actually part of the work. Mistakes are inevitable. They're going to happen. So avoiding them is just prolonging action. Now, before we get into redefining failure, I think it's important to talk about the fear of failure and what that really means. Now, it can keep us from moving forward even before we make a mistake. Perfection paralysis, anybody? Ring a bell? Anybody familiar with their perfection paralysis? I truly believe, though, that more than fearing failure, we fear success. I know, like mind blown, right? What does it mean when I say we fear success? Now we can fear them both, right? You, you don't want to fail, nobody does. But oftentimes a fear of success can be misdiagnosed as a fear of failure. Now Forbes has a list of 10 great reasons 
why we fear success. And I've put a link to this list in the show notes below so you can go check out this really great article on Forbes.com. The list includes things of fear of not being good enough, fear of losing your current self, fear of backlash or being criticized by other people, and the list goes on. And they're great points. I highly suggest you check out this article. But I think that it can be broken down even more into like foundational basic instincts. When we think about ourselves just like any other animal, we fear the unknown. Now, failure is known. It pretty much looks the same any way you slice it, no matter where you are in your journey. You didn't get what you wanted, or it didn't turn out the way you wanted it to turn out, or it didn't meet your expectations. It's kind of going to go the same way. It's going to have a a bit of shame attached to it, disappointment, frustration. It's kind of always the same no matter where you are in your journey. But success, that's always going to be uncharted territory because you're always going to new plateaus, new experiences, new places in your life and journey where you haven't yet been. So it's actually very common to fear success because we don't know what it looks like. Think about a dog or even a squirrel outside. If you've ever watched them go around in you know, their environment, they're a little hesitant. They're going to look, they're going to s- smell and, and feel around. What, where am I right now? What is this environment? Is it safe to move forward? It's survival instinct. Usually, <laughs> sometimes we might just get so excited that we run straight into a situation without even thinking. Sometimes that ends well, sometimes it doesn't. But usually when it's something that we really, really want, we, we're a little cautious. We look around, we wanna see, we wanna be able to know all the answers. And sometimes we don't have that luxury. We don't know what that next plateau looks like. We just know where we are right now. And we don't always know how we're gonna get there. So it takes a lot of trust in ourselves, in the universe, and knowing I know what I want and I can get clarity on that. I might just not get clarity on how I'm gonna get there or what exactly that path is going to look like. We just have to have blind faith. And that's scary. And so when we look at failure, when we look at making mistakes along the way, even if we're fearing success, the thought of failure might be keeping us from even embracing that success and going for it, even though we don't know what's to come. Because what we'll automatically think is to come is failure and those mistakes and having egg on our face and having to do something over or not getting it right on the first try or even the 100th try. And what does that say about us? right? All that self-judgment starts to come into play. But that's the reality we think of when we're just sitting there with our thoughts. That's the reality we build for ourselves in a sense to protect ourselves, right? We are not necessarily innately born to just be adventurers and risk takers. (laughs) We're built to survive. You know, that's why, even though you might think that everybody uh, in the world is out there trying to make music or build their career in music, It's actually, you're part of a very, 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 very small percentage of people. And most people are going to take the day job, are going to take the traditional path, are going to take the things that they know they've seen work out before for other people. It's safer. And we are built to survive. So give yourself a big pat on the back just for deciding to pursue this career. It's not easy and it's not for everybody, but you have enough courage to go get it. And so what I hope you learned today are ways to decide and choose and empower yourself to do it in spite of the failures and not to avoid the mistakes, 
but to embrace them as part of the work and part of your journey. We learn so much more quickly when we get our hands dirty and just dig in and learn from our actions as we go. We can only do so much by sitting and thinking. Listen, I'm really big on mindset and reflection and thinking about things and meditating on them and visualizing them. That is a big piece of the pie, but it's not the only piece. And we can't get it all done by sitting here. If we just think long enough, we'll crack the code and see the whole blueprint before us. That doesn't work. There's no magic bullet for this. Everything we do is mindset paired with action. It's not just doing without reflecting and thinking about it because then we're just throwing spaghetti at the wall and we're making more of a mess than we need to. And it's not just about sitting and reflecting and hoping that we can wish it into existence because that doesn't happen either. And we're not psychics. We cannot just sit here and think and then see the full picture. We have to take action and reflect together in order to get our best chance at success, in order to make the least amount of mess. Embrace the mess, but we wanna give ourselves the best chance for the least amount of mess. Now think about those game shows where they just kind of uh, reveal the picture little by little, square by square. And it's your job to click in and say, oh, I know what that picture is, right? Now, when you reveal certain pieces of it, you might think it looks one way. And then you wanna click that buzzer and say, oh, I know what that picture is. But then one more square can be revealed and you realize, oh, it's something completely different. Or sometimes it's a blurry picture and they start to put it more into focus and you have to buzz in and say what that photo is. Again, when it's fuzzy, you might think it looks one way, but as you get closer to it and the clarity comes in, you realize, oh my goodness, it was something completely different. And that's what our journeys are when we build our careers. That's what it's all about. That's what life is about. And so you can't get mad at yourself for thinking one thing or seeing something one way based on the data that you had at the moment. As you go forward, as you continue to get that clarity or reveal that that bigger picture to yourself, you're gonna have more data, you're gonna be able to make a more informed decision. That's okay. The only thing that's going to actually slow us down is our own negative self-talk and or listening to others who project their own negative self-talk onto us. We have enough of that, right? We, we've got enough, we don't need theirs. Now in episode 109 of this podcast, I talked about why perfectionism is overrated and counterproductive. So if you want to get more into perfection paralysis and how to overcome that, feel free to go take a listen to episode 109. I put the link in the show notes below. And I say all of this from experience. Listen, I suffered from per perfection paralysis for a very long time. I had plenty of quote unquote failed businesses before I had the Rockstar Advocate. There came a time in my business, however, when I was sick of playing small and staying safe with my efforts but I knew that I had to learn to be okay with making mistakes, a lot of them. And I decided to switch how I looked at it and look at it as an opportunity to learn as much as I could, as quickly as I could, so that I could grow. Now as the co-creator of the Weekly Planner, I hear a lot from our users about their frustrations with planning when life around them feels so unexpected. How do you plan when you don't know what tomorrow is going to bring you? But here's what I say to them and here's what I'm gonna to say to you right now. Changes to your plan doesn't mean that you have failed. All right, let's go back to those games for a minute. When they're revealing and taking away the squares or turning that picture great, more greater into focus, you don't know what you don't know until you know it, you know? 
<laughs> so I have a three-step process for when shit hits the fan or when unexpected things happen and our plan gets derailed. First, you want to regroup and take a minute to take some inventory about what just happened, acknowledge what's happened, and then reflect. How has this changed your plan? How has this knocked you off your journey? What needs to happen? And then reassess. Once you say to yourself, okay, I either want, want to get back on that plan because I just got derailed a little bit, or I want a new plan. What, what happened to me was so earth-shaking that it made me look at things differently or it, it gave me a new belief and I want to go this way instead of that way. Neither one is wrong, but you have to decide what that is. Is it getting back on your plan and making some changes or is it changing the plan altogether? So then you reassess and you look at what's on your to-do list, what no longer serves this new plan, this revised plan, and what needs help. <laughs> Where do you need support? Learn from your failures and you don't even have to call them failures. Just learn from your actions and what they've told you and create a system around it. And my system is that three-step process, regroup, reflect, and reassess. Now, if you want to learn more and dive a little bit deeper into that three-step process, I have a free training included in the Redefine the Hustle Starter Kit. And as you know, if you've listened to any of these new episodes, the link to that free starter kit is found in the show notes below. So be sure to download it and check it out. And then you will find my free training in section four of the starter kit for what to do when shit hits the fan. So I hope this has given you some things to think about when it comes to how you look at failure. And really, it doesn't need to stop you from anything because all you're stopping yourself from is doing the work. It is part of the work. When we can redefine failure and mistakes as just part of the work, and when we can redefine fearing failure as fearing success and better understand What's truly keeping us from taking action? We can get a better hold of it, learn from it, and keep going. And that brings me to my redefining moment of the week. As I've stated in past episodes, I'm currently going for my master's in social work. And right now in the summer session, I'm taking a class on stress, trauma, and post-traumatic growth. Now, this past week, I was doing an assignment about post-traumatic growth. And it's a term that was coined by Tedeschi and Calhoun in 1996. And I've left a link to their work below in the show notes if you have any interest in learning more about their studies. Now, in the most basic understanding, post-traumatic growth is about choosing a lens through which we look at our trauma and finding ways to grow from it through reflection and healing. A stressor or an unexpected event in our life may forever change our lives, completely derailing our plans and altering our beliefs, our understandings, our trust of the world around us at times. So it's important to find control within an uncontrollable situation. How we look at an event or stressor and how we choose to adjust to the change brought about by that stressor or event is in our control. And it might take the support of others, a therapist, friends and family, a community of people who have been through similar challenges, but you get to make the decision to keep going. Learning more about post-traumatic growth this past week really helped me redefine past trauma in my life and also made me realize once again as a helpful reminder that when I just make mistakes, they don't have to be big traumatic events, but when I make mistakes, I get to choose how they affect me, how I look at them, and what I'm gonna do about it after. Now I still have my pity parties, I'm still gonna acknowledge 
the emotions that I'm feeling, but then I take action. And that's the most important piece. When growing a career, when being an entrepreneur, it's not about how fast you get there. It's not about how few mistakes you make or how many times you knock something out of the park. It's all about how many times you keep getting up, dusting yourself off, and continuing the journey. No matter how many twists, turns, rocks, hurdles are in your way, keep going at your own pace at a way that feels manageable for you. So I hope this episode has helped inspire you to choose your lens. And that is my challenge for you this week. Choose your lens, make a choice, gain that control back and realize that failure can be whatever you want it to be. You have more control than you think and what you think matters. Spend more time feeding a healthy mindset and looking at things through the best lens that you can. And then the action will come a lot more easily. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. I'd love to hear from you. Let me know what you'd like to see in future episodes. And if this episode has helped you in any way, shape, or form, it'd mean a lot to me if you shared it with a fellow creative or anybody in your life who you think can benefit from this information. Thank you so much. Be sure to subscribe to this channel right here on YouTube so you don't miss the next episode. And if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or any of the audio platforms out there. I thank you for tuning in, and I will see you back here next week to redefine your hustle. Take care.